0: Everybody, everybody, come on. I'm a rapper, I'm not a poet. Poet, I'm not a rapper. Guess it's opposite there, cause you niggas just got it backwards. Got me sick to my stomach. Go, on my lana. New trio is free, or the most terrible tandem. Deliver shock value, but no, not landing. Critical observation alerting you, am your Clap on and clap up, rap on and rap up. Hard times for hard rhymes, that concrete, that asphalt. If I did look twice, I guess that's her asphalt. May I assist you in score Get my pass out. Yeah. Matter of fact, it's what you need. please mm-hmm. rest you just fatigue. Yeah. See, technically, I'm filing Mrs. Wallace. I'm Rasheed. Yeah. Know this beat is a banger. Have no reason for anger. Hit yeah. them slightly deterred. You know I'm giving the finger. Yeah. Call my a savage like Cory, but not a
1: needle to pangle Right the yes. like 90 degrees, you in the need of an angle.
2: Welcome to the Free Lunch Podcast. This your boy Tight Tight, and I got BG with me. What's going on, BGZ? Eh,
1: hey, nah. What's happening, then? <laughs> Free Lunch Podcast. We back at it.
2: We back at it, man. Doc, I'm internationally known, locally accepted. No matter what I do, I love myself.
1: You love yourself
2: already. So I heard that somewhere before. <laughs> <laughs> Have you? Yeah, I heard that before. So, so this going to be a very, very, very interesting topic of conversation because for the first time we about to introduce a guest that's gonna bless the mic and gonna bri- and gonna provide a different perspective possibly <laughs> <laughs> we making history <laughs> we, all, we all making history but the but the perspective may be the same you know why why is that cuz our guest today is a G <laughs> You better believe it. You better believe it, through and through. I refuse to call her because it is a female by her first go- by her first name or her government name. So she's gonna be known <laughs> as T. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nah, like we on crime stop. We gotta blur her face out and, and change her voice, so, so so that we don't incriminate nobody. <laughs> So we, we, just, know, we just fun and around. but well, we making history today. Our first guest on the free lunch podcast as requested by the people to balance this thing out. So go
2: ahead introduce
1: inter- inter- introduce the guest. You just did. Well, T. I-
2: <laughs> <laughs> we got T. So for no fun ado, we got T. <laughs> <See? laughs> Say hello, T.
0: Hello, everybody. You stupid. Why I got to be sick? T. That
2: hey, what everybody. For, what's going on? So, I mean, do you not like that one? What, what
0: else? No, that's fine. I don't want my government, although many people who are listening probably will recognize my voice. <laughs> so, it's only okay. <laughs> but it'll no, T works good.
1: It'll be alleged. It'll be allegedly. <laughs> she was allegedly on the podcast.
2: Yeah, that'll be alleged. That wasn't me. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. But we excited, man. We truly are excited to finally have our first guest, first of hopefully many people that are to be joining us here and bringing a different perspective and joining us on some of these conversations. So welcome, T. We're glad to have
0: you. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me, guys. You no, know, we happy to have you. But I, I got a, <laughs> I got a
2: sneaking su- suspicion that this is not going to be the first time that we hear this voice. <laughs> nah,
0: probably not.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so. BG got a question so, for you. Uh-huh. How how them turnips going, man?
1: Man, the turnips going good, man. This is about the third or fourth week. So like I said they they coming out of the ground, we see them sprouting. So it's going to take a little while before they really get to full <laughs> maturity to where we can then pull them out of the ground, but it's coming along well, man. I'm proud of myself.
2: Okay, so I think it's about that time, man. Let's go ahead and jump into the into the topic so that so we can get T's perspective and we can uh-huh. just get a whole different different con- get the conversation going. What you think? Hey. But <laughs> but I was
0: just about to ask, are you not gonna do it for the fact?
1: The people looking for that, <laughs> man. The hey, people looking hey, for it. You, you be making us nervous. Like, did he forget?
2: <laughs> uh uh-uh, uh, uh uh, you know I ain't forget, yeah. but but see, I debated on this one though. Okay, then. And I debated because I could easily, uh easily take it ratchet. <laughs> what, what's wrong with taking it ratchet? Because, I mean, the feedback has been there's been a lot of rapping, so I think the people want to hear the voice. <laughs> <laughs> I think Man, they wanna I'm, hear I think they wanna hear
1: the voice. Well, I, I'm good with how, <laughs> whichever way you wanna go, so Ooh, do what
2: you so- do. Ooh, it's something about it, just something about the way she moves. <laughs> I can't figure it out. It's something about her. Is he serious? And she moves like a boss. Do what a boss do. She's got me thinking about getting that ball. <laughs> Man, you can't be <laughs> T, you can't be. <laughs> she don't know
1: the protocol. She don't know the, she, protocol. Don't know, she don't know the protocol during the vine. She don't know the protocol. We got to teach her the protocol for the vine.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. I wouldn't.
1: <laughs>
2: you don't know the. Hey, we got to rewind it. Okay, rewind, then. <laughs> we rewind I, got you, then. I
0: got you on
1: the edit. I got you on the edit.
2: No, you got to edit it out. But I I, I just had to start closing my eyes and about to get into it because I knew I would do it. <laughs> But if I'm gonna keep hearing her laugh, then I am gonna have to stop and I'm gonna have to go ratchet. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't I can't give y'all I can't give y'all the voice. I can't give y'all the voice if y'all
1: gonna sit up here and criticize me. And- ladies and ladies and gentlemen, I'm so sorry. I do apologize.
2: <clears throat> let me let me let me clear my throat. I'm
1: so sorry. See, people, this is
2: what happens when you bring guests to the show. You have to, <laughs> really? Yeah, you have, you have to bag up. You have to rethink some things sometime in life.
1: <laughs> you ready? When, whenever you
2: are. I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D. Do you know what that means? She got her own house. She got her own car. Two jobs. Word card. You a bad bro. If you ain't on set out. If you ain't on set out. If you ain't on set out. If you ain't on set set out. I'm done. That's out. That's enough for the vibe. Okay. If
0: you ain't on set out. Set (laughs) out. Set (laughs) out. If you ain't on set out. All right
1: then. All right. That was
2: awesome. History. History in the making. So so for those of you that can't get an idea of what we about to talk about, because I tried to get y'all the voice. That didn't go as planned. So, so so I had to so I had to change it up and I had to go ratchet on y'all. I had to get y'all a little a little wibby. So essentially what we're gonna talk about today is dating. Um a professional black woman so a woman that's i-n-d-e-p-e-n-d-e-n-t independent and the challenges or if there are challenges that either bg or my uh, or tight has uh has kind of experienced and faced so uh we got a female voice and a female perspective t that's going to be able to provide us with I guess some some alternatives and some challenges that she may have seen from her dating experiences. Um, So with that being said, just to give you all some background on how this topic came up and then we'll just jump right into the conversation. Right. So essentially, we're just out hanging out with with a few friends, actually uh, one of our listeners. And uh, we was out and they kind of mentioned how they had been having challenges dating In um, dating these days And both of them I would consider to be professional black women And uh, one of them who's actually um, A doctor just just, um, graduated from um, Medical school and residency etc And and works in the ER was just talking about the challenges And how she uh, refuses to even let people know What her occupation is Um, She works at the hospital in the ER department and just talked about how when she introduces her profession or she introduces um, or lets guys know what she does for a living, how circumstances and how situations kind of change. So, you know, they actually requested. So this is uh, in addition to... Um, having our first guest on the show, we also, this is one of our first requests, one of our few uh, requests that we've had to kind of have a discussion and the topic about this, uh, this particular topic. So BG, what you think, man?
1: I guess to get into it, uh, my question would be, what are some of the situational changes that they are experiencing when they do reveal what their profession is? Like what, what happens um, in terms of my own personal there is some legitimacy to it being an an additional, not necessarily an obstacle, but something to be taken to, uh, into account when uh, becoming acquainted with a, a woman that's driven, that's professional or independent, as as you're saying, as you saying, I should say, and 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 how, as a man, you have to be empathetic and understanding what it is that they're doing which could require you to do a little bit more work and being a little bit more patient versus if you were dealing with a woman that's not as driven or is not as dedicated to getting to a certain level in her career. So this is a real topic from from both sides of the fence, I guess, from the women, since they're experiencing a change in the way that men approach them or interact with them. And as well as a situation that men experience as we show interest in women that are on the grind. So, T.
0: Yes, sir.
2: So, so you're the first female voice that's going to bless the mic. So, so theoretically, you're going to represent every single black woman. That's how the artist is going to see it. You're going to represent every single- Every woman.
0: Well, that's not going to- No, I can't represent every woman. I can only speak from my own perspective and my own standards of what's happened with me. And then they may agree with- or, I mean, have circ- circumstances or situations that they can connect to from that. That's a lot of pressure talking about. I'm representing everybody.
1: Therefore, Sway, she ain't got the answer.
0: The- Wait, nah, hold up. I got the answer. <laughs> okay. It may not be It may not be what everybody else agrees to. I got an answer, though.
1: Okay. And they may
0: not. every woman may not like what I have to say.
1: That's good. That's you don't good. know about it, you too. Yeah. That's, that's what we do there. That's fine. That's so she's learning quick,
2: dog. She's learning she, quick. She is. She is. But so, the, so the question is this: Would you? Two questions. Two part question. Would you consider yourself an independent woman, and would you also consider yourself a professional black woman?
0: I would. I mean, I consider myself independent primarily based off the of things that you sang or rapped earlier. I mean. I I take care of myself. I own my own stuff. I mean, everything I've gotten, I've gotten by myself. No man has gotten it for me. And I am educated um, with a couple of degrees and I work in a professional setting every day. So I would consider myself to be a professional woman.
2: So go ahead, go ahead.
0: But I don't necessarily think that just because, you know, I mean, you have to be careful how you say professional too, because a lot of people aren't necessarily may not have gone to college, but they have a career in a setting that still makes them feel like they're professional. So I don't want it to seem like I'm just saying, oh, you got to go to college to be considered a professional woman. Mm. So.
2: No, that that's true. That's true. So, so this is the question I have. Should I, because we can go either way with this conversation. I could just put it out there and just discuss. I can, I can relate to you, to both of you all, what I told, um, the two, the two, the two um, people I was talking with, what my perception and what my challenges have been, or I can allow you, T, to give your perspective as to some of the challenges, and you can ask us questions. Which which direction you would uh, either y'all would prefer to go?
1: I think it's gonna be full circle, and we'll see whether where the dots interconnect. So let's just go with your story, since that's kind of the origin of it. And we'll build on that.
2: So let's just step right into it. So when they asked me that question, it was something that I had had always kind of thought about. What have been my challenges with dating the professional black woman? And so my answer to that question was actually kind of a two-part question, right? I mean, two-part answer. So the first one was, what I've learned is that most women that consider themselves professional, there's kind of this divide. You have the early stages of being a uh, uh, the, the early stages of being a professional black woman, and then you have the later stages. The early stages being those that are in that early twenty early um, early to late twenties, uh, in which they're new in their career, they're trying to establish themselves as um, this go getter at work and. Because of that, they go to work, they're given positions of leadership, and by default, they have to lead a group of people Where, in which, in a lot of instances, they're the minority. So it's very rare that you see an uh, African-American um, female woman that's leading a group of, of men. So from that perspective, that's admirable, and that's something that I'm attracted to, and that's something that I, that I like. But the challenge becomes to, that I've experienced with that early stage of 26, um, the late, early to late 20s, is that they have a, the challenge I've had is them being able to turn that off when they, th- when they cross the threshold of their household and being able to allow that young man that they're dating um, to, to be the man. And just having that ability to flip a switch, right? And on the contrary, um, what I told them was that I've seen myself, given the situations I've been in, I've normally dated older women if that if it was a professional black um, woman involved, because a lot of time those in their mid thirties, and I know this might sound like I'm generalizing, but this has just been my experience. Those in that late thirty, they've gotten to a place and to a point to where they may be okay. You know, I've been doing this single thing or I've been living this this type of lifestyle for a while and now I'm ready to settle down. And so it's a little bit. And, 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 and in addition, they have mature. Right. So because of that maturity, they've been able to kind of flip, be have the ability to flip that switch off when they cross the threshold. So essentially what I kind of communicated, and then I'll let you guys kind of jump in, but what I kind of communicated to the two people that I was talking with was a, a more so around I'm still attracted to the black professional woman. Um, that'll never stop, but it's more along the lines of having that ability to leave work at work so you may be leading this large group of people or you may have this large responsibility and a lot of that ties with ego which that's something that we kind of like and we agree with is that ego but being able to turn that ego off when you cross a threshold and allowing a man or whomever to handle those type of circumstances situations. so that's pretty much was my thesis um I got a little bit more deeper, but I kind of say that as we continue the conversation.
0: Well, I think one thing I will say it is when you're working in an environment um, where it is mostly male dominated, it is kind of hard to learn how when you come home to turn it off. Like I've experienced that in a couple of relationships that I've been in. So
2: So you would agree with that then that what I said as far as that ability to turn on and turn off.
0: Yeah, when in my younger age, I really did think, I mean, it really was because it's like you're always used to being in control, especially if you're a manager or a supervisor in that, in that, in your work setting. And so when you go home, you're used to still your mind, it takes a minute for you to detach from that most times. And it can be an issue in a relationship because it's almost demeaning for some men because it's almost as if you're trying to be their mother. That they may feel or you make them feel less than, but it takes a special kind of man to be able to handle a woman in that type of setting. I feel
2: no, that's true. I would agree with that, uh, um, that it takes a special type of man. But at what point does a man want to even deal with having to have having to put up with that? So yes, I can deal with the woman that's 26 or 27 that has that drive that's leading this group of people and that has that ego and that controlling. I can, but do I have to, do I want to? That's something that, that, that I have to be willing to want to do.
0: Right. But you got to understand too, no relationship is going to be perfect. Every relationship is give and take. So you, that was something that attracted you to that woman from the initial point. Correct. Her drive, her ability to... Like all of those things that somehow are now making you feel less than, quote unquote, would be the thing that attracted you to her, right? So it's almost as if, how can you sit here now? It's a problem. That's what communication comes in also. It's a give and take. We all know that. So you got to be understanding. You knew what type of woman she was when you got with her. So how can you really be selfish enough technically to just expect her to change everything about herself just to almost sue your ego that's what it sounds like
2: no because why is she and bg jump in whenever you get whenever you feel like it but how is that soothing my ego when we both agree that that the that that the disability or that the issue is her having the ability to turn that ego off when you cross the threshold of of, of my living establishment or wherever we're living at. So it's and, not a matter of, it's not to me a matter of trying to change that individual because to your point, that's what attracted me to that person in the first place. Right. But it's more along the lines of me saying, yeah, I respect that. I, I love the drive. I love all of those things that make you who you are. But at this stage in the game or at this point in our life, until you're able to deal with that and cl- turn that off, then we just need to meet it. We, it the time and opportunity that we met is just not the right time. Have
1: you ever experienced that, BG? I have. So right now we're kind of talking about where you've already connected with the person and and you're somewhat working in a relationship and you're just trying to figure out how you're going to make your relationship better. But for me, it's more of a front-end thing. And I think one of the issues that that I have... Is that, and I hate using the independent woman term, but for the sake of the conversation, when you do say when you initially meet someone, a, a woman that's um, working well into her career and and is really driven and and has a has reached a particular status, that sometimes that precedes them. So when you meet this person. It's not so much about meeting the individual and getting to know that individual story. But a lot of times they'll introduce themselves or present themselves as whatever their occupation or whatever their career career is. You know, I, they make it known that I'm a lawyer and I'm a doctor. And it seems like everything that they are circles around their profession or whatever they do to make money or make a career which which is where you start where it's just where I guess you kind of dig into really what you're attracted to. I think we're all attracted to people that are self-sufficient, that can take care of their business and have a certain aura and a certain amount of confidence to them. But the thing that you have to warn against is is this person being themselves or are they using their career and what they've been able to attain to cover up for what they may be lacking as just a genuine, authentic individual. So you might be attracted to that surface, but you have to be careful of, of what you actually are. If you get into a relationship, what you're committing to. Are you committing to a real person? Or are you committing to just a career-minded person that that is their central focus? And that's all that they're about is what they do for a living. And I'm sure women can attest to that too in terms of when they meet men And that man is just making it known what he does for a living, how much money he makes, what kind of car he drives. And then you never really get left with a sense of what that person really is, what really makes that person who they are. So, T, I got a question for you.
2: What are some of the examples, I guess, that you – chat. what were some of the challenges, I guess, when you said you had to learn to turn it off? Like, how did you – that ego, that ego piece. Of, well, how did you even identify that you had? I mean, that that you. I mean, you said that you had a problem with turning it off. Like, how did you even identify that?
0: Well, I, I've dated someone before with that. I mean, professionally, I I probably did make more money than they did. Our careers were totally different. They were still basing it off of a dream, and I mean, I, I give you the benefit of the doubt. If at least you have a dream, at some point in my life, I used to be like, I will rock with you with that. And so I realized a lot of times that I would find myself, I mean, I really would be, dict- I think I probably, I probably was very demeaning to them because I would be like, well, hey, you, you, I mean, you need to do X, Y, and Z. No, I'm not going to do this. This needs to be done. This needs to be done. This needs to be done. If we went somewhere, I probably did carry myself like the man in the relationship because... And then after a while, I remember my brother had to be the one to tell me that you it's not going to work like that. Like, OK, well, I know you got this, you doing this or whatever. But my brother had to be the one to tell me, like, at some point, you got to allow them to be a man. Which in my mind, I wasn't trying to. That wasn't my that wasn't my opinion. That wasn't what I was going for. Just say, oh, I wasn't trying to demean them. I was really thinking I was looking out for you because I have a nurturing spirit. But at the same time, it ended up being the opposite of that. So, I did it a couple of times actually, but I mean, I ain't got to do that. And and I think, I think as a, (laughs) and it
1: and it happens, man. Because it happens because you know, like you say, before that lady gets into being with you, they're out here doing these things on their own. They have the money and the means to do these things. So as a man. You've got to allow them, of course, to, to, to do things that they do. Of course, being the man, no, you do what you can do. And I think it's a give and take, like she said earlier, to where you get into your own rhythm in terms of how you're going to maneuver in your own relationship and everybody being understanding of what's going on. If I know that I'm with somebody... That they have the means and then they have a spirit that they're they want to show appreciation or they want to do something, they want to pay for the meal. I'ma let her do that. But then because at the same in the same breath, when it comes around, I'm willing to do the same thing. And it's just a you know, I'm all about teamwork and people working together, and you create your own dynamic. A lot of times we try to deal within what society or what tradition has said. But it's more so about what the individuals are bringing to the table and how those individuals connect. So each person has to be willing to understand the other person's situation and their mindset and then work with it. So, so T, I,
2: I think I know the answer to this one, but do, do you have a problem dating someone that makes less money than you? Are...
1: Ooh, Oh, we got an I'm hesitation. not going to say,
0: no, I don't if if there's a goal and a plan. It, and I'm honest to say, it used to be a point in time I wouldn't date anybody if they didn't have a degree. I mean, I'm honest to say that. Uh, and then my, I, my best friend used to always tell me like, you can't be like that. And so I evolved and was open to dating people who had regular jobs or didn't have any education just the, you work at the steel plant, I rock with you. You work for the power company, I rock with you. You installing that cable, I rock with you.
2: You're but supervise at waste management, you rocking what?
0: Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, yeah. I, I, but to a certain extent, now <laughs> I ain't, I'm gonna put that disclaimer out there. To a certain extent, now I'm not finna, I mean, I don't know. It just depends on what you're doing. If I'm a really fool with you, and you're making less money than me. Cause it's not necessarily about money, but it money is a big factor when you're in a relationship with somebody.
2: Theoretically, and this is this is the debate and argument I get into. As as the man, if we're going to go with roles and responsibilities as society has has placed them, as a man, all I got, I'm the provider, right? So right. I, as long as I'm. As long as I'm um, putting a roof over your head and I'm giving you power and electricity, that's all I got to do, right? Power and electric. What? Pay the bill. Pay I get it,
0: <laughs> but I'm just saying. I
1: hear what he said,
0: and that's it. That's all I got to so do. What? No, no,
1: no,
0: no, 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 no. You need to make sure that the day-to-day dealings of the home is taken care of, and, and it goes further than the bill sometimes.
2: Okay, what else?
0: Oh, you! If you got kids, who gonna take care of the clothes and stuff for the kids? Paper is that supposed to be with me? That's what I'm supposed to do. I mean, I'm a cook. That's my job. If we're gonna go the way you're trying to, the way the route you're describing, uh-huh. all I'm supposed to do is cook.
2: Uh huh. But what, and what, make babies. What, what, what? You you
0: taking the stone age?
2: What? What? No, I'm not taking the stone age. But what I'm saying is, as a man, you can make more money than me. But as long as I'm able to put a roof over your table, over your head. And I'm able to put some electricity on, <laughs> and you got lights and power, and you got some clothes on your back and some food, then I'm good right
0: yeah, I give you that
2: so so there so when it comes to the financial ish, 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 ish situation to me, I think that sometimes we look for more than what what is really the necessities because as a man as a man, I only have to provide the necessities right. I don't have to provide all of the walks when it comes to materialistic things.
0: You see my face? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's the <laughs> BG. Oh, no. BG, you what you right think?
2: What you you, you ain't ride right with me? I know she ain't.
0: This is a no right cuff podcast, yeah, that's right.
1: On oh, right? Okay, now. We, we got we got a no cuff band. on, okay. so you gotta
0: find why do pill. I why why, why,
2: why, why do I have to provide the, the Gucci purse or the, or the? I
0: didn't say you had to provide no Gucci, uh, but right. I'm just saying at some point in time, it's not just about the materialistic things, but there are going to be other things outside of the norm. That's what that needs to be done and expected.
2: That's what the finances do. That's what separates that's what separates that blue collar worker from dating that
0: you no, you, you can get a blue collar worker that can afford that too if they plan right.
2: If they plan right. And I'm right.
0: speaking that from that's from experience. No, you can get a dude that works a regular and, nine to five. And I they think can give you the same thing that either either one of you all could provide to someone being quote unquote everyday professional.
1: I think you know that before you <laughs> Get to the point of where you have to do those things. Like if you you dealing with somebody and when you met her, she had a Gucci bag and Gucci <laughs> shoes, and 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 had a certain type of lifestyle. Like you know, if you coming into it, you know that she likes right. those things. But she and got so that. You, but you signed that, up for that,
2: huh? But she got that big, that big booty though.
1: And you. Signed- <laughs> Exactly. That big booty. That, that, she that, got that big booty, though. That that what pull you in. And When you sign up for it, that's what you signing up for. You're signing up. You're basically signing up for maintaining lifestyle. that lifestyle. And, by, and, and, and kind of vice versa in terms of when she comes into your midst, she's not subtracting from what you were doing before you met her. So, so I mean, you you and these are the type of questions and conversations. That you should be having when you are uh talking to making acquaintance with somebody when and courting corny. somebody. Yeah. These are things that you you need you know be be asking and 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 checking out because if it if it matters to you, if you feel like, well, sure that when I get here, this is all I need to do as a man. But then you talking to her, and she got this whole different set of expectations. You know, you need to nip that in the bud before you try to make make something impossible happen. But T, but T, so- you you admitted though, T,
2: you admitted that that was a point to where you crossed over to a different mindset. So, at what point did you cross over to a new mindset and say, okay, I have that ability to to lead that ego at the at the job or at the workplace and not carry that over into uh, into the bedroom or into the household.
0: Well, I don't take it to the bedroom. That's number one. I'm at least <laughs> allow you to do what you' gonna do. Oh, but my. that's that's a whole this different topic perspective of conversation. Conversation. However, <laughs> um, I mean it's. Just <laughs> however, it's just. I mean, you just have to learn how. My, I'm telling you, my brother who is an everyday nine to five dude. He, he's the one that really put me down on because my brother and I have a lot of conversations about a, a lot of things. And so he's the one that would sometimes tell me that you have to, you got to be careful with how you handle a person or a man. And you got to be mindful of the things that you say to them because one, you killing their ego. Yeah, he know what you got. Just like, you know, BG said, he knew what you had when you all met. And those are the things that brought him to you. He knew the type of woman that you were, but that doesn't mean that it's necessarily okay. But that also don't mean that I got to put up with this stuff either. If I don't like it, you need to be a man. And I tell you, if I'm with you, look, I need you to be a man. I don't feel like you're doing the things that would warrant for a woman of, I want to say of my statue, but a woman like myself that will want in a guy. Cause I'm tough. It take a lot to handle me.
2: (laughs) What you mean by that?
0: It just takes a lot to handle me. What is it, high maintenance? Is it personality? No. Boy, you've known me for a long time. I'm not high, I'm not, I don't consider myself to be high maintenance. Others may, but I don't. But I mean, I go toe to toe with you.
1: Man, and I think it's where the conflict comes into that our society now is, is, is (laughs) almost kind of, is almost kind of have, is flipped from historically where the men were going out grinding, doing whatever they had to do, and the right. women were kind of sitting back. But now the society has shifted to where when you look around, man, it's like women are are, are carrying the load and carrying yeah. the burden. They're out here getting it. They are getting into these positions, getting into these careers, and it's almost got to a point to where even with us, when you look at, okay, well, I need some help with this I need a resource. I need to reach out to somebody. Shit, you almost end up reaching out to a woman because you know that the woman, nine times out of 10, is going to get it done. She's going to stay with it till to, to, to the, 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 the objective is achieved. You deal with a dude, you might can't find him. You ask him to do some work and you can't find him. Not reliable. And so we got this shift to where women are now conditioned to go get it and go get it for yourself. And so, as a man, you got to up your auntie and be bringing something to the table so where you can tell her, I got it. Right. I got this right now. But well, let, let, let me give you this perspective, though.
2: Let me give you this perspective, though, because I got a friend, I got actually multiple friends that say the woman's movement of the 1960s and 70s actually created this monster. And they feel as though the women's movement changed the role of the woman such that. Everything that you're talking about now is what mm-hmm. is what happening and is what's happening. And essentially the reason why the woman can't can't turn it, that ego off when they walk through the threshold for those that can or what have you is essentially because of the woman's movement and this whole idea of a woman's rights being those of of um of the same to me
1: did i mean it revolutionized how women saw themselves and how the world saw saw women but if the women's movement put women in their rightful place in terms of women as a whole and in general and the rights that they had and 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 the, the the confidence that they were encouraged to have be confident and courageous and go for your passions and live live your dreams the way that you want to live them which is the same thing that men are afforded from the time they come out of the womb. So the women's movement was right and it was necessary, right? Because when you look at a woman for real and i take it biblical, Eve wasn't put here to just sit, sit down and wait. Eve was put here to be a help meet. Adam was here and Eve was put here to, to help him in his day-to-day life. Whatever he had going on, whatever mission he had, she was put here to work. And help him side by side. And that's really all that the women's movement was reinforcing was the fact that I'm a human being and I have Mm -hmm. the same capabilities as a man does. And I want to be able to access stuff the same way that a man does. I don't want laws and and legalities to prevent me as a woman from doing what I want to do. It was right on time. It was very necessary, but it did change the structure socially it did change women's perspective of themselves. So when we talk about this ego thing now, it's a more of a personal thing, and it comes with growth. I believe that a woman spends all this time proving themselves. You got to go into the workplace and prove yourself. Right. You a black woman, you got to pr- prove yourself double. You know, because I've seen this. I've seen this with, with with relatives and my mom and stuff. You proving yourself all the time, and it's just a growth thing where you get to the point where you say, I'm good. I don't have to prove myself everywhere that I go. And as a man, I think when you run into that, if it's like I always say a quality person, you got to be patient with that and you've got to be encouraging and letting her know that it's okay that when you come home that you can let that guard down.
0: It's a process. It is a process. I mean, because, and just to touch on something you said real quick, it's just, it is like every day when you go to work, you are constantly, as a professional woman, you're battling every day. Because, yeah, they say well, we're doing this and women are doing this and doing it, but especially as a black woman and a male dominated, even women, we hurt ourselves most times where you're always constantly fighting, fighting, fighting. And so it's, it is hard to come home and take that off. Because you are used to always literally being in control. I have the I mean, I do that every day. And I go to work and I know that I have to do 10 times more than what the the white boy that's working with me or the black, whoever it is, the male that's there. Or even the white woman that's there. I have to do 10 times when they do just to prove myself. And so your mind is conditioned to... Just always be like, I'm gonna have to show you. I'm gonna show you every day. I'm gonna show you all day, and to always make sure no one's trying to play you to the left. Uh that—that's constantly you, the way your mind works, and so it, it ends up trickling over to your relationships, and it is hard.
2: Yep, that's why. That's why I'm gonna continue to live with the motto: the day older when they get to the be age, so then it ain't no issues. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, it is a, it's a—it's a validity. <laughs> It's a validity to that. Because like you say, when they get older, you've been in the game, you get to a certain point the way you are able to better put things into perspective. I think you probably realize what really matters in
0: life. But there are some older women who have never been married, who have always put their career first, and they still act the way or have the issues in which you you guys are talking about as far as being dominant. You know, I mean, that doesn't mean that the older that they get, it is going to change. I mean, if you think about some of the shows you see on TV, like that where women are doing in these powerful positions and when they go home, think about it. Do you really see that their character is bringing down, da- like coming down off from being what they do every day at work? No, it doesn't matter. I don't really think age has anything to do with
2: it. I think it does. I think that it, I think that it feels, I think as you get older, certain, certain um, priorities change, right? So I think that for the women that you just talked about, the older women that continue, their priority is probably still to be the CEO or whatever that goal is, or still trying to obtain that goal. Whereas uh, most most people, when they get older and they get a little bit more mature, their priorities kind of change. Because if you think about it, some of the goals you had when you were 20, you don't have anymore because your priorities have changed and, um, what you used to want to do, you don't want to do that anymore. So I think that it just depends on that individual, like you said. But I believe that the majority of individuals, as they get older, uh, they may f- um, flip the script and say, "Okay, this is this this is more important to me. Having this family, having this having this relationship with this individual, th- this guy, and and having that white picket fence and that dog is what they want." <laughs>
1: The American Dream, what they call it.
2: <laughs> That's what they call it. So I don't know. I mean, I, pre- I pretty much, unless y'all had something else y'all wanted to say, we can kind of end this show. But I thought it was a good show.
1: Good show. Good show. <laughs> we made history. Our I first I inaugural guest on the free lunch podcast. T, I you thank wanna... you guys for
0: having me, though. Yeah. It's been funny.
2: <laughs> what do you, you want to leave with the people, though? What would you say as far as... For women that may struggle with ego, uh, uh turning that ego off. Or what would I
0: want say you to there? quit calling it ego? Speaking for all, 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 all the the women, what should earth. I call
2: it then? Because that's what
0: I, I don't I don't we'll work on that as time goes on. But I need you to stop calling it an ego. That, uh, that's what it is, ego. Right? That is, it is not an ego. It's your ego that makes it a problem. It's an approach. It's the approach. It's their yeah. I'll I go with that. I'd rather call it their approach in handling relationships. But we're not gonna be able to call it ego type.
2: Okay, well then, their approach. Okay, thank you for. It's
0: been demonstrated,
1: huh? as being demonstrated, yeah, as being demonstrated. <laughs> Shut right, up.
2: she living, she living her truth now, live on the podcast.
1: Now you know this is a, this is an authentic podcast. Everything we say is for real around right here. So the So so
2: with the approach, what what would you say to women that are trying to adjust their approach?
0: Just communicate. Communication is always going to be key because most times, and I'm not even saying this to women. I'm going to say it to the people that they're dating. Um, A woman is so conditioned to doing the things and handling herself in a certain way. She may not even know that the way you're feeling is a problem. So communication is going to be key. And if it doesn't work when you communicate, then you need to figure out what you're going to do with your relationship. That's it. Yeah, it's
1: quality communication quality too. A lot of times we just say communication and it means just sit down and talk about it. And we just sit around talking. But a lot of times it's more listening than anything. Right. It's listening and, and hearing the other where the other person is coming from. And then with an open to, mind. Yeah, with an open mind and meeting in the middle, having real quality communication and letting it be known that, you know, not and, and not trying to crucify the person or you know, just let them know that they're doing something wrong, but just more so of how it makes you feel Right. when it comes like that and just put it on their mind. And like she said, they should have an opportunity to think about it and make an adjustment. And if they are not willing to make that adjustment, then that's a sign of somebody that's not as equally vested in the situation as you are.
0: Just remember you're in a partnership, not a dictatorship. Right,
1: but quick
2: question, T. Um, <laughs> what? What... Should a should a woman be ashamed to communicate her her profession on the front end to a guy? So like in this mm-hmm. situation, this one of these individuals was a doctor. So she wouldn't even tell guys who she was dating that she was a doctor. She would just say she works in the medical field and leave it at that.
0: I don't think anything's wrong with that. I even find myself doing that. I will never tell anybody specifically what my job is, I just tell them that I work in higher education or whatever or that I'm an administrator. I never tell them exactly what I do because most times... Nowadays, the way I feel is that the way girls or how guys always be like, oh, they just trying to come at you for X, Y, Z. Dudes mm-hmm. are on that same stuff these days, mm-hmm. where oh, they they're caught up, off, you know, they're caught all up in what you do and thinking that's gonna be good for their self perception, and they can say, oh, my girl, she a doctor, oh, my girl does X, Y, and Z. So I don't fault her for that because guys be on that same scheming. No, oh, this is not a cussing part, right? Okay, okay, scheming stuff that most ratchet women used to be, or women are still on today. Mm-hmm. So I can respect her for that. I can understand totally why she does that.
1: That whole goal did Yeah, thing from You gotta be careful there.
0: cause yeah. cat dudes be on that same stuff that they love always saying, She just want me for my money, she just want me cause of what I do. No, guys are on that same stuff. So I don't follow her for that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I tell all He knows she got a job, that's all you need to be worried about.
2: Yeah, I tell all of them, I'm a bus driver. That's all they need to know. See,
0: why you doing see Okay, exactly. You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> hey BG. <PG>. What's up? <laughs> What's up? I'm a- I tell him I'm a bus driver. I tell
2: him I, I'm the guy that... He drive the, the shoulder at the, the
0: airport.
1: City,
0: the
2: city bus <laughs> Yeah the, or city the city bus? No, the bigger bus. No, I, uh, oh, the city he bus. The bus. <laughs> yeah, I drive people to the Pentagon every day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. oh, I'm the guy that, oh, I'm the guy that uh, be carving the turkey at Piccadilly's. <laughs> <laughs> dude, you terrible, <laughs> dude. <laughs> <laughs> We gotta get out of here, man! Oh my god! Now you, go, you go, you know you go to pick a You got that one guy that, that carving the turkey on the rope, the hat
1: on with the white hat on. <laughs> yeah, <yeah, with> the... <laughs> <here> <laughs> on. Yeah, get out of here! With the white hat
2: on. Yeah, Sometimes I call the rope B. Sometimes I call the turkey. <laughs> you are so silly! <laughs> I, get, I, go, <laughs> I
1: get the people, I
2: can't. Oh my people, god! I can't. I can't. The people reach out to us, man.
1: All right, free podcast.blogspot.com for blogs and podcasts. Hit us up on Twitter. Let us know how you feel about this or any other episodes. Free lunch pod C. And you can also check for us on Instagram, free lunch podcast.
2: Hey, T, you did your thing. I think we can have you back. I, I appreciate you joining <laughs> Thanks. us. Thanks. I appreciate it.
1: I
0: appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> she got I'm so humble.
2: House. She got her own car. <laughs> Two jobs, work hard, and you a bad broad. If you ain't on sit down. if you ain't
0: on set down. if
2: you ain't on set out, and we and we out of here, peace. we out of here, free <laughs> love fire, we
1: Part me, pardon me, I'm speaking it awkwardly. Charles barking, be barkin', they ain't biting, I'm getting that green broccoli. Uh. Properly giving props to the problem, fulfill props. Yeah. It like, gotta be better than that. He gotta be awesome, the yeah. yeah. obviously niggas rolling the dice, and this ain't monopoly. Yeah. My purpose was to do it on purpose. Fucking, apology, Fucking y- apology, y- the polypolar, yeah,